Welcome to the Church Stuff Podcast. I am joined in the studio by our lovely pastors, uh, Pastor Randy and Joyce Gray. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Yeah, so we are, this is our first episode, first ever episode ever being put out. Um, And I thought it would be fitting to have the pastors, of course. And I want to I want you guys to hear them. I want you guys to see them and learn more about them, just in case if you don't know. Um, I don't know how you would know. I'm sure Pastor tells us every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I just want to start. Pastor, we'll go ahead and uh, start with Sister Gray, because ladies first. Um, how did you guys meet? I guess would be the the standard question. People would be like, how did you meet this, this poor man? <laughs> <laughs> we met in uh, Warrensburg Church. Okay. I was born and raised in Warrensburg. He was born in southern Missouri. Mm-hmm. But when they were younger, they moved to Warrensburg, and they started attending the Warrensburg Pentecostal Church of God. Oh, okay. So you guys met in church? That's, in church. That's a neat cute. That's a, yeah. you know, met in church. It was perfect. He came in. The birds flew, and the songs played, and it was very Disney. That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that how you remember it? Is that, when was the first time you remember seeing Sister Gray? Uh, again, like she stated, uh, being there at church, uh, we actually, the first service that we actually attended there, uh, they had a group there called the Christian Troubadours. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember us getting to the church, and we had heard that it started at a certain time. Well, come to find out, uh, it was getting ready to start as we walked in the door. We thought we was 30 minutes early, and uh, it was actually starting time. The place was totally filled up. And we actually had my family found two seats in the front row, and then all of us kids had to sit all the way up by the altars. Oh. I mean, we had we had front seat view, <laughs> and uh, it was embarrassing to say the least walking yeah. in front of everybody like that. Yeah, it's like a walk of shame. You're like you come to church late and it's full, and you're just like, well, there's seats in the front. I guess I'll go there. And then you got to walk past everybody, and yeah, right. Yeah. That's funny. And uh, but I did meet them there uh, at mm-hmm. that church. That's where I first seen her, and the uh, first time I probably got a chance to really talk to her was when we came back later on, started attending the church, and then we had junior church mm-hmm. together, of course, on Sunday nights. Nice. And that's when we got to meet each other. Yeah. So you guys kind of passing, seeing each other, but then you get to, like actually interact with each other during you know junior church. Yes. Um, that's that's always a good thing, you know. It's like it's it's one thing to meet somebody in high school and be high school sweethearts, but another thing to meet somebody in like the youth of the church, and then you like, okay, I know that they have similar beliefs that I do, and we can kind of you know help keep each other accountable and things like that. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and you guys, how old were you when you guys met? If you don't mind me asking. <laughs> oh goodness! Wow. All in, I was in third grade. I third remember grade? that we were in the, th- I was in the third nine, grade. Nine, nine or 10, somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah probably around that age. Yeah. I don't know. Nine, third grade was a long time ago. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome though. But you guys been together ever since been doing ministry. Yep. Um, let me ask you about salvation. Cause like, that's, that's always a question is like, when did you get saved? And you know, just because you go to church, even as a kid, doesn't mean that you make that decision yet. Uh, especially being a young kid, there's that age of accountability kind of thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to church because my parents make me versus I'm going to church because I want to go to church. Um, so, like, walk me through, like, when did you first know that when you got saved? That's one question that I've always even told Pastor Gray that, you know, it's hard for me to answer. Mm-hmm. I've been in church all my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, to pinpoint and say I remember the day that 
I asked Jesus in my heart, I don't remember that because I was raised in church. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you were in my household, you didn't have an option. Mm-hmm. You went to church. Right. So uh, to say that um, I remember the exact day as to when I was saved, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, but I do remember when I was filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, I do remember that. And um, But it was in Warrensburg Church and had a great service. And um, I think I was 13 years old. Okay. And uh, but that's but to say uh, salvation, yeah, mm-hmm. I just I was I've always been in church all my life and loved God all my life. Is is more of that like that defining moment? Like say you're 13, you remember that. So yes. Like that, and your walk with God, that's when you're like, okay, everything is different now. You know, things have changed. Um, what about you, Pastor? Uh, it happened on a well. Again, I I've been raised up in church most of my life as well. Uh, our mom always brought us to church. Uh, but to pinpoint a, a time that I really feel like that I had a, a life-changing uh, event take place uh, that was down at youth camp, and it was on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, during youth camp, received the Lord in my heart and my life. That night uh, was filled with the Holy Ghost. Um, and uh, in my heart, felt like that I had a possibility of a call to ministry, even though I didn't really know what all that was all about, but I I knew that my life was going to be different from that moment on. So the call of ministry is it's funny you mentioned that because um, I was I was also saved I think at the same camp as the, the right. River Point camp yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it was a River Point camp they were singing Firefall Down for like twenty minutes by Hillsong I think Mikey Skiles was leading worship then um, and I remember the time I remember the day I remember the feeling and but I didn't feel a call of ministry yet it's funny you mentioned that. What was the ministry you went into soon after that? Like, where did you start helping out? We started helping out. Um, I say we. Um, actually, it was both of us. We started helping out in in our youth ministry there at the church mm-hmm. there in Warrensburg. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we went from that to uh, back in the day, we had what they called sectional youth rallies. Mm-hmm. And so you would go, you'd travel from one town to the next to have uh, to meet with uh, different churches in our section uh, to have youth rallies. And so eventually they ended up, uh, they voted us in. Uh, Joyce and I was married by that time, and they voted us in to be the uh, sectional youth mm-hmm. directors uh, in, I believe, it was section number six. six. And uh, we did that for quite some time, and we did that all the way up until time to uh, go into full-time ministry at awesome. Bolivar, Missouri. Nice, nice. So you guys, you basically just jumped into youth ministry. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is where a lot of people start in, in youth ministry, especially if they get saved at a, a young age. They just like, I guess youth ministry is the, the closest thing. Yep. Right. Um, but it's, it's also, it's a, you know, it's an important thing. Obviously, it was important to you guys. It helped get you grounded and things like that and help show you how ministry could be, uh, which leads me to this question. And I love this question. If you weren't currently in the ministry that you are in now, so being the lead pastors, what facet of the church would you be helping in? At the age that we are now? Uh, sure. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, uh, we've always been one to want to help people. And uh, I guess, I don't know. What would you think? 
I, I think I'm right there with her, not to not just to look like we're just bouncing off of each other's answers, mm -hmm. uh, but we have. We've always been involved in. It's almost like wherever the pastor would need us the most. Yeah. And because we have been involved in every aspect of ministry, we've been involved in a lot of different outreach ministries beyond uh, even what the Pentecost Church of God offers. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, again, it would be, yeah, I think it would determine, to, to determine what we would actually do would be what the, the senior pastor, whoever he or she may be, mm -hmm. uh, would feel like that they needed help they with. Need for. And um, then also whether or not we felt that that's exactly where God would want to place us. Mm. That, yeah, that's a, that's a fair answer. That's always, you know, just being down to help. I mean, I've, I feel the same, the same way. It's like I have a, a list of skills. This is what I can do. Right. Where do you need me? Um, what area of the church needs the most help? I think my answer, I would be, if I wasn't currently doing what I am now, I'd probably be working uh, in the children's ministry again. Uh, when I start, what I really started with when I first came here was working with the K4C and Whitney mm -hmm. and Carl and stuff like that and being with the little kids. I don't think I could do it at this age because I, I cannot keep up with them. They are way too fast. <laughs> they are way out there. I, I, I'll just be out of breath looking at them. I don't want people to feel as if, you know, there's only one ministry for them. Right. I don't want people exactly. to like, oh, there's only one facet that I can be in. This is what I'm designed for. So this is the only thing that I can do. Um, I know that you guys have worked in church for a long time, but you, you've seen people grow and change throughout their entire life in a church. They aren't meant to just be in one spot for the rest of their lives. Um, would you say that there is, I would say, any kind of skill set that you're, that you yourself possess that would fit a ministry well? Because I know you guys, little known fact, you guys are singers and musicians, correct? Yes. You did music and stuff. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people know that. Um, they, I've got a few recordings <laughs> that they I could probably put up. Um, well, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, we, we'd rather we, you didn't. We, yeah. might, we might sell the cassette <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the lobby. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I'd see you guys like helping out in like a worship ministry or things like that. You still do help out in the worship mm -hmm. ministry. Um, so it's, it's funny to see all the different hats that people could wear, not necessarily saying that you guys always have to wear every hat. Um, cause I don't think that's a good thing either. I think people can get burnt out if they have to switch hats every day. Um, so, uh, talking about ministry and talking about that, uh, all that good stuff, you guys have raised your family in the ministries. You have wonderful grandkids that are starting to become adults and, you guys are great grandparents. We are. Yes. Are. I don't believe that for a second, but <laughs> if we you are. say it, um, yeah. No, and that's and that's just family in church stays together better, I believe. And yes. you guys have done a really good job with your kids and with your grandkids and things of that nature of just like making sure that God is that focal point. And uh, would you say that there were any kind of struggles with that? Maybe talking with your kids or anything like that like because there are people out there that are trying to raise their kids in church and they're like they feel like they're alone they're alone with these struggles and they don't know how to keep their kids in church or on the straight and narrow or without overcorrecting. you know because you right. see some parents are like you got an f in science uh go read your bible for two hours <laughs> like right. stuff yeah. like that and then they get it grow up and they're like i don't like the bible i don't like church it was a punishment you know what would you what would you say to parents who are trying to raise their kids in church? I guess would be the question. I, I would ask. just 
when we had our kids, we encouraged them. I mean, they were a part of our ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, when we were doing the youth, when we would go out and do activities, our kids weren't with us, mm-hmm. you know, even though they weren't youth age, and they loved it. But the youth also loved them, mm-hmm. and they just loved them being there. Uh, they were a part of us, and so we encouraged them. Uh, they wanted to go to church. Mm-hmm. They enjoy being a part. So I think that's very important that parents, they, it's not saying make them to go, but it's just part of life, you know. Mm-hmm. When it's church time, we go to church, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you make it fun. You make it fun for them, uh, and they learn to love God, mm-hmm. you know, and both of them are in ministry, they are both, and our grandkids as of right now, uh, growing up, they are being involved in churches and in ministry, and we love seeing that. And we just hope and pray as the rest of them get older, they, they stay in there. Mm-hmm. Well, again, just like uh, Joy said, uh, so many times that as we did ministry throughout our life in different phases, different things that we did with different ones, um, we did. We always included our children in that ministry. We didn't force them. We didn't, uh, uh, again, any any PK, any preacher's kids, basically, they already live in a glass house. People are always looking at them and, and expect them to be uh, cut above the rest. And sometimes, not sometimes, I'm going to rephrase that, most of the time, that's an added pressure to any children that have parents that are in ministry because so much more is expected out of them than the, than the quote, average um, child that goes to church. But they are an average child that goes to church. Mm-hmm. And uh, people sometimes fail to remember that. Um, all you can do is love them through their situations, love them through their problems, let them know you're there for them, mm-hmm. but let them live their life as as they feel in their heart they're supposed to live their life. Um, we have not ever at any time told them, hey, you need to go into ministry. You need to do this or that. I, w- I would never do that. Um, not because I don't enjoy what I'm doing, but I think that, again, I think it's unfair to them for them to think that they have to do ministry because we did ministry in our lifetime. Uh, ministry is a calling, right. and either you're called or you're not. Either it's God's will for your life or it isn't. And if it isn't, then that's not a bad thing. God has something else planned for your life that you'll be a success at, no matter right. what it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this real quick. I know that Brother and Sister Boo, they were our pastors in Warrensburg, and uh, they always made the church feel like uh, basically a home sitting. And that's what we try. We want people to feel at home when they come to Radiant Life or any church we've ever been at. We want them to feel at home. And uh, then uh, Lee Rowden, uh, he followed suit with uh, Brother uh, Boo. And then it was, um, again, when I when I think back on the different ones, it really, you know, stepped forward and made a lot of difference. Not only did our parents, naturally, our parents fed into us a lot, and we, which we are grateful for and very thankful yes. for. Um, but I know that, uh, again, there was different ones that, that encouraged us in ministry and told us to go forward. Gary Lucky, he was the one that actually one day pulled me aside and said, hey, have you ever thought about getting papers with the Pentecost Church of God? And so I thought, no, not really. And 
better. So I thought, well, might as well. So we did. And um, then after that, Don Hamilton come along. Side uh, just Hamilton have have been there, and and uh, man, uh, he, they are our spiritual mom and dad as far as we are concerned. Um, and uh, we didn't just make that state. I don't make that statement lightly because again, uh, he has put a lot into our ministry. Him and her both, uh, they have been our mentors, and uh, will always be very appreciated. Uh, Till the day we pass for the things that they have done for my family and I. And, um, but anyway, all, said all that to say this, a lot of different people have fed into our lives over the years. And for that, we will ever be grateful. And yet at the same time, I know that it's important for us to feed into other people's lives, mm-hmm. which we have. And uh, I really know that we have, and we have uh, done our very best to try to touch as many people as possible uh, for the cause of the kingdom. And we've seen a lot of people go into ministry, <clears throat> and we're grateful for that. 